So Josh, you, you've watched the Xbox um, conference that was held a few days ago. What I did you wa- actually? I didn't know. I didn't watch the whole conference because the Sony one was so boring. I watched a two-minute wrap-up. <laughs> I watched a two-minute one that um, okay. Microsoft did, um, which yeah. had like twenty seconds of each game. Um, because yeah, like no, 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 like um, so well, the first video. No, the first video I saw was four hours long. And I'm not wasting four hours of my life, but that seems to be some uh, like IGN like three hour stream with a one hour actual live yeah. stream or whatever. So that, okay, but I'm still not watching 45 minutes again because like that Sony one, it was just well, it just wasn't interesting. Not 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 when there's a lot of games that I just aren't interested in. Like all those games that were coming in, they weren't familiar to me. So. Um, there was like there was like one or two that I knew, um, but the rest of them I didn't. So I'd much rather just wait for. I'd watch individual trailers. Yeah, that that's I'm I'm okay with that. But just to sit there and watch forty five minutes of trailers that I don't know, it's like got better things to do. Well, the main thing about like when you say like there's stuff that you don't know, it's mainly because Microsoft have bought loads of studios and actually making fresh content. So there's going to be loads of games that you'll probably never, you know, it, it, you're starting afresh. I'm not the world's biggest gamer. Like, I, I don't play a lot of games. Um, it's just, it's the, the games that I do play, I play a lot of, um, as opposed to playing a little bit of every single game. So um, there's a lot of games that I just haven't played. Uh, one game that did look interesting was Fable, but I haven't played the originals. It, that, see... That was that was it was just for me the problem was there was not enough of what they shown like what well, it was like a twenty second teaser trailer I was expecting a little bit more than that so like uh, but that know, just like, depends on where that individual game is in their product development though doesn't it like they might be they might not be coming out for another year or two whereas you got some other games that are ready to ship as soon as the Xbox X is ready. So they'll have the trailer and the gameplay footage as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. And most of the games that are going to be coming out, maybe like in a year or two, they they said it's it's going to come out for Xbox uh, Series X on PC, but they didn't mention Xbox One. But then they mentioned all all games will be playable on Xbox One. I don't understand what's going on. It's it's so confusing, like. For someone who's like thinking, should I, you know, I haven't got a 4K TV, so there's no point in me getting an Xbox One Series X. I might as well just stick with an Xbox One. But then there's going to be, be some... there'll be other things, um, you know. So, um, you, I mean, you current you have the original Xbox. So for one, you'll get 1080 60. One would wow. hope. I don't think so. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't think so. Well, you the get to, of... well. That's that's the whole point of this year, the Xbox One. You know, the fancy one. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. So what I'm saying is, so obviously you're going to get at least what the current Max Xbox gives you. Yeah. Um, and one would hope that every game that comes out for the Series X can at least do 1080 um, or 4K30, if not 4K60, depending on the, the game. But then there's other things that, that will look better visually on the Xbox Series than versus the One X. The problem is, the problem is, some of the games are not coming to the Xbox One. 
So they announced, I think, like the the new Forza game. That's not coming to Xbox One. Yeah, that won't. That so that's the game that they'll be using to drive sales of the Series X. But then, what, if you're saying that all games will support, I don't. It's so mixed message. I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on. Like they're saying, yeah, most all the games are going to be supported on Xbox One, and you can play it on Game Pass. But then, when you see the actual trailers, it only says Xbox One, Series X, and PC. So you're like, okay, so that means I have to get an Xbox One Series X or a, a gaming PC just to play this game. So yeah, there's people maybe. thinking, oh, I don't have to upgrade or I can still keep my Xbox One. You know, they're going to be like, what What the hell? What's going on? It might be that with the whole Game Pass thing, they're thinking that people are going to have more than one Xbox console at this point. So they might have the, they might have the Xbox One downstairs in the living room for casual gaming but then they might have the series x upstairs in the bedroom for like serious gaming and that so having um for the games that can be played on both um but not see did they specifically say xbox one x or just xbox one so the get yeah no the games that can so like a good example is the the halo the new halo game Halo so that's, that's yeah the new Halo game. So it just says for Xbox One and Series X. Yes. So it doesn't specifically say the One X or um. So in theory, yeah, your Xbox it, it, could play it. Yeah, if it, if, if like Halo can play on the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, and the Xbox Series X, but I believe Forza can only be played on Xbox Series X and PC. So if you're if you're thinking oh I can just go out and buy this game and then play on my Xbox One, it's not going to happen. It doesn't seem like the the, the trailers in, indicate it's only going to work on Xbox One Series X and PC. I don't think that's going to be I don't think that's going to be a problem though. Well, it, I think it will. I think it, you you're going to get in a situation like the Wii and the Wii U where people are like what's the difference? Why you know? And then when people buy the games. Then they're expecting them to play on their on their console. They're going to be like, what, "What's going on? What, what do you mean I need to buy a new console? It's Xbox, isn't it?" I think they I think they're going a little bit too much on like you got Xbox One, you got Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox One Series X. No, 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 no Xbox Series X. So here, here's a silly question: Does series mean two in another language? I don't know. Or does it but, literally but mean? The general general not... public are not going to understand what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend Microsoft because that naming scheme is awful, and it was awful before the the Xbox Series. Um, can we just call it the Xbox Two? <laughs> Make it a lot easier for everyone. So we got the Xbox One, the One S, and the One X. Um, and then the Xbox Two, mm. and then the Two X, and then the Two S, and the Two C. When they have a compact version, but no, I. But but the thing is, right? Like you, you think that you think there's going to be a problem, but it is going to be a problem. I don't think it is. Like assuming the marketing is okay like when you pick up a, a physical disc you you see at the top it says xbox 360 or xbox one um 
So that, like, at the end of the day, you might pick up the wrong one, buy the wrong one, and have to return it. But when it comes to, like, digital sales and Game Pass things, you're just not going to be able to purchase it on the wrong system. So if you if you try and download it on an Xbox One, but it only runs on the Series X, it's going to tell you that it's not compatible for this device. I mean, I know the App Store for the iPhone tells you whether or not an app runs on your phone or not. I would presume the Microsoft Store and the Xbox Game Store does the, does the same. We have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. I mean, that's a, that's a good have point. you have you used Game Pass much? I've only I I had the uh, Game Pass Ultimate when it but was a But you know when yeah, so you, you know you know when you go through the catalog and everything is a normal game until you see the 360 games. And the 360 games have very clear 360 branding on it, doesn't it? I think that's just going to that's just going to be what's going to happen. Or that's just what's going to happen that they're going to show um no branding on what can run on Series X, and then when you try and run an Xbox One game, it will show you the Xbox One. Um, and if you try and access it from an Xbox One, it just won't show you games that won't run on it. Yeah, possible. Or or it will show you games in an advert sense, which is terrible, um, but I don't think it's unlike Microsoft to do that. They might say, uh, Halo Infinite for Xbox Series X only... Um, compare because even now actually on the Xbox One that I've got um, they're trying to sell me the, um, the the upgrade to the the One X you know more power more everything uh, it's like thanks Microsoft I've only had this uh, console a year um, but apparently it's not enough they're going to discontinue the One X um, as soon as the Series X gets launched that um, makes sense though yeah um, and what keep the the One S as a cheap version. No, I think they're discontinuing that as well. I heard they're going to discontinue the Xbox One S and oh, sorry, the Xbox One S all digital version. So the 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 only one you can buy is the one with a disc. Drive. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Because I was going to say they might go the other way and only sell the really cheap one. Because um, I think you sent it to me, didn't you? Where Aldi was selling it for a hundred quid, the the one without a DVD drive. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so I would almost expect them to keep the Xbox One S digital over the disk drive just so that they can push full retail price games digitally and Game Pass as opposed to letting people purchase used games from places like CX and other things because that will that will get Microsoft more money in the long run. It would it? do, but I think, I think they don't want to upset the market and upset all the studios and uh, the actual um, the selling of the game you know the gaming shops and stuff like game and CEX and but the most the most disappointing thing was if you managed to watch some of the Halo gameplay and you can tell like the game has been it's been made for the Xbox One Series X but it's also been made for Xbox One it doesn't really look next gen does it not though it just doesn't. It, I was looking at it and thinking, this just looks like, you know, what I can play right now. Yeah, but is it not just Halo's art style? Because I looked at that and I was like, and I, I can see where you're coming from, but it also has that sort of, it has a very slight cartoon pop feel to it. I know it's a semi-serious game and everything, um, but when I watched it, like, 
it's not that it felt last generation. It's just the way it moved. It felt like it was trying to fit a particular uh, genre in, in a way. And I think the the thing that I was I would compare it to is Borderlands. Like Borderlands isn't a terribly graphically heavy game. So if you released it now for the Series X, um, yeah, it might have more pixels and it might have a higher refresh rate. Um, and yeah, they might turn RTX on or something. But because it's a very simple visual art style compared to something like Grand Theft Auto, um, when you when you increase the graphical performance, it doesn't look any better because it's coming from a very simple place. And Halo, to me, kind of looked a bit like that, um, just in that sort of, we're trying to keep within, we're trying to have the look be the same as the previous games. Um, like it doesn't look like a PS2 or an Xbox no. original era game, but it kind of feels like it plays like it does. So, like for me, it was when they were jumping and firing at this one particular monster, um, and the way the way the movement was, um, and that's sort of to me what sort of made it feel like an old like an older title than the graphic uh, than the graphic fidelity itself. But I think that's very much on purpose just because it's a franchise that's been around for a while yeah i I just i just looked at it and thought i'm just not there's nothing that i think it is down to knowing the fact that this is it's intentionally been developed for xbox one as well as xbox one series x so we just look at it and you think it's just not next gen you can you can tell that something's just not right it's been held back and and then later on, when you see trailers in which it looks it looks incredible, it looks next gen. There was no actual release date, so you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a year or maybe two years from now. So yeah. It, so it, well, look, I'm, I mean, I'm just looking at the trailer now, and um, I've um, I'm about 14 seconds in, and you've got the guy kneeling on the ground, and there's two things going on here, which kind of um work for and against your argument if you look at if you look at the ground and look at everything that's sort of static in the shot everything that's um you know there's like a health a patch kit uh, there's broken ships and everything all of that looks incredibly highly detailed um it's shiny in a way that the current xbox doesn't do things um ah, the ground ah. the ground hang on hang on but the ground is just highly textured but then you look at the player model itself, and the player model is almost two steps down. The fabrics are very soft. the The body armor that he's wearing is like he's wearing like a police um, vet, bulletproof vest type thing. The textures on that look very soft. They don't. They looked. I mean, clothing I think is difficult in games. Um, there, what was the game I was looking at? I was thinking like yeah, Fallout Four. Um, there's a particular th- thumbnail I think RT Game, one of his videos does, and there's like this woman bending over, and the clothing doesn't look realistic because when you bend over, you're if you're wearing like dungaree shorts, the, the clothes would like um, they'd move up your leg a bit because clothes don't stretch in real life, but because of the limitations of the game, um, in 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 video game the clothes kind of just stretch. And that's sort of what this the clothing on this guy is doing. He's knelt down, he's kneeling down and everything, and the clothing is just stretching to his body shape as opposed to moving with it. Um, 
But even things like GTA and Red Dead, that's where I sort of first noticed it. If I skip ahead to about 20 seconds in, I think this is about where I was saying about the, the gameplay itself. It like the gameplay, the way the way it the way the the guy moves, the camera moves, and everything. It does feel like a game from the two thousands, but that's because the franchise is from the two thousands. Like that's, I think that is very much on purpose. If Halo Infinite was a brand new franchise, I think it would look very different. But because it's not, I think it's keeping that look on purpose. What? What if I told you? What if I told you that? apparently it's been leaked out that the the game was actually being played on a PC. That wouldn't bother me at all. It bothers me because they're showing, they're meant to be showing off the Xbox One Series X. For me, you know, I'm, they're meant to be advertising what this new console should be doing and then they're playing the game on a PC, on a high-end gaming PC. So they're not actually showing me what the actual console can do. What's the point of that? Well, this is a game trailer, not a uh, Series X trailer, isn't it? Well, it's a, it's a that was that was like a demo of the game. It's a demo of the game, but the game can play on a PC, and they're going to damn well show you the best experience you can have. It's a game trailer in the in the Xbox One in the Xbox Series showcase. They're playing the same trailer. They're not going to use a different trailer for the Series X and the PC. If it runs on the PC and it looks amazing and it's got some RTX capability or something like that, they're damn well going to show that in the trailer. They'd be silly not to. Uh, the same with every other game that they showed off. If it can run better on a PC, that you know they're not they're not they're not going to have um, they're not going to show eighty percent of the game's quality. Just because they want, they need to show it on the Xbox. It's kind of hard because, in a way, they wasn't. They were showing off the Xbox One X, but then technically they were just showing off games. And they also said it's coming to PC. I feel like no, I don't. I don't think this was showing off the Xbox Series X. This was here are the games that are coming to the Series X, and this is what they look like. They might look better on a different system, but we're just not going to tell you that. No, they're not going to say that. It, yeah, and that's why I was disappointed. I I was expecting like Sony uh, uh concentrating on the SSD, and they're showing off like oh this this allows us to you know jump from this world to the next world in like seconds. They didn't show anything in terms of the actual graphical power or the hardware inside the Xbox One Series X, and say like this is this is why you need to buy this console. There was just there was nothing nothing in terms of like a game utilizing the new hardware that's inside it yeah well maybe there isn't much maybe there isn't big sellers like there is for the ps5 well even 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 show the dashboard just show us the dashboard show how long how no that won't be ready software won't be ready really software will be ready like two days before it ships (laughs) that's just that's just how software is apple continually get hit by issues with this uh, like the HomePod was uh, delayed because the hardware was ready like six months before they announced it. They announced it um, and the thing shipped three months late because the software wasn't ready. And when it shipped, the software was still wasn't ready. Uh, same, uh, well, no, the air power was hardware. But, you know, it's it's incredibly common for software to not be ready way after the hardware is ready Um 
that's why there's like you know day one patches for video games. Yeah, that's an, that's another discussion. Well, it's it's not really because like I mean you know if you have to send your game out to print like physically print the discs like two months before or a month before or whatever that you've got to um, get it sent out to distributors, you're still going to be working on that game, fixing bugs and patches. So there's just going to be a day one patch. Yeah, but there wasn't like there wasn't anything like that back in the uh, the olden days on the PS2 and That's, the Xbox. Yeah, not because they didn't need it, because they couldn't. There's plenty of games that were bugged and are still bugged because they just didn't have online update capabilities i like i'm still playing vi- some old video games that have weird bugs in them that i've just had to put up with for like 15 years and they've never patched it just because those games don't have patches just because a game from the 80s or 90s doesn't have a day one patch or didn't have a day one patch doesn't mean it didn't need one but anyway so that's a silly and pointless argument against get day one patches i don't know why you'd have a single argument against Day one patches. Because they should get it working from the from the start. They don't though. They <laughs> never they will. They should. They never will. Probably software. Know, you work. You're a software developer yourself. That is true. That is true. There is a lot of rush and get me to the deadline and just put it in regardless. Of just the... have have you ever met a software deadline? No. Have you ever not asked for an extension on your software deadline? Pretty much always ask for a software uh, extension. Right, so if you have a public release date and you have to hit that, um, so you've got two weeks before that to get the physical media printed and sent to shops, you're still going to be work. You're not, you're not going to be, if you're not going to be ready for that release date, you're definitely not going to be ready two weeks before. Yeah, there there have been occasions where they do allow for extensions like there are some games but de- it depends on the publisher and the uh, the actual how's um, cyberpunk doing it keep it kept getting pushed back has it still what's the what's the date again uh 19th of november 2020 i can see that coming out on xbox one series x like a port of it and all the ps5 eventually yeah platforms uh PS4, Windows, Xbox One, Stadia, Epic Game Store, Steam, PlayStation 5, and the Series X. Do you know what? Just a side note, I'm getting really frustrated about Epic Game Store and Steam being seen as separate platforms. Um, We've got some games on Epic and some games on Steam that are the same game, and if you want to play together... Um, it's very difficult. So Ark Survival, I think when they initially did all their um, development, they were heavily dependent on Steam's friend joining system. Mm -hmm. There is no way in the base game, in the vanilla game, to join a local LAN um, world... Um, There's no, like, dedicated... You can't just, like, type in an IP address or something... Um, with Steam, you just hit, you know, join your Steam friend. If you want to go from Steam to Epic, you have to do this weird thing where you launch a weird um, Steam Arc server thing, and you've got to do some, uh, you've got to create a batch file to do it and everything. And it's just, uh, it's just not simple. That sounds. Um, it's, it, like it, the the issue is with Arc. It's not with Steam and with 
Epic, but I think Steam have made it so easy for so many game developers to not have to make have these uh, features baked in that now we've got more than one place to buy um, digital digital games on the PC. It's just really uh, making it difficult to play together, even within the same household. Like we're not even going onto the internet or anything. It's just really frustrating. But um, sorry, that's just because I saw. Uh, Epic and Steam listed as platforms on Cyber Twenty Seven. Well, that's a good, that's a good that's a good point because because you just um you've just built or bought a, a gaming PC. Bought. You bought one, didn't you? And it's, uh, do you want to do you want to talk about your specs? Yeah. So um, yeah, in one of the previous um, podcasts, I mentioned how my gaming PC ain't nothing special. Uh, well. Due to coronavirus and the lack of having to go to work or spend money on petrol going to work or buying lunch at work every day, uh, we've just bought a new gaming PC. Um, it's basically my PC, but it's it's ours. You know, it's, it is both of ours. You know, me and my wife. Um, but she's got my old one. Um, we're going to do a we're gonna, we, we, we did we did we did an upgrade to it. You know, we replaced the. Uh, to the eight-year-old 250 gig SSD with a one ter- a nice one terabyte SSD, um, so that will do for a while, and then we'll probably do a couple of other bits as well. Um, but for me, uh, I went with Scan, and I went with one of their pre-built systems. Um, I've gone air-cooled because um, I just don't want to deal with like water pumps and if that breaks down you're kind of screwed until you get a new one in at least with fan cooling i can like take the rear case fan off and just shove it on and it'll work um so it's still not the quietest machine um but i'm kind of working on that i've got to sort out the fan curves but it's an amd rig uh 3600 um so it's not like the top end but it's the next one down um 16 gig of ram um i'll upgrade that maybe in a month or two uh once we can afford to spend more money on the machine um one terabyte nvme nvms you know the super fast ssd so one terabyte of that um i've also got a one terabyte hard drive and a two terabyte hard drive uh two terabytes just from the old pc that's got my games on it um, and random stuff like that. The one terabyte is actually for video editing, and that entire disk is set aside for um, uh, render, uh, proxy files, that sort of stuff. Um, and then the the nice stuff in the computer is uh, an RTX 2070 Super, um, 8 gig uh, VRAM. Um, that thing literally costs more than an Xbox Series X. No, an Xbox One X. Because that was 500 quid just for the graphic card alone. Um, it's got a little bit of RGB on it. So obviously the whole computer is in green the whole time. Because that's just my colour. That's my jam. That's my jam. Um, and the next thing is... Um, well, the next thing coming this week or next week, depending on shipping. Uh, we're both getting new gaming chairs. Because uh, we need to get new chairs anyway. So we're getting uh, a green one for me and a red one for her. They're matching, by the way, just in different colours. Um, and then eventually I'll get around to sorting out my monitors. So I've got three monitors, one, two, three. So I'm quite happy. Yeah, sounds good. So in terms of like 
because at this conference this Microsoft conference they did mention like most of the games are going to come to PC so for yourself it doesn't really make sense to buy an Xbox One Series X if you if you've got a computer no, like that because yeah so like both are, like I mean even the old computer it's a it's an i5 a fourth gen i5 and a, a GeForce 970 so it's not a bad machine um, I think it I might upgrade the CPU if I can um I'm not sure. I think it might be the, the latest gen that motherboard can handle, but uh, we might do something there. But between the two machines, we don't really need one. Um, maybe to replace the Xbox One, like like just flat out replace it. Um, but I don't see us buying it anytime soon. Uh, and like I said, like one thing I do want to do relatively soon is is VR. Um, I'm not sure now if I would do that as I always said PS4 VR because I had <clears throat> some great fun with that recently. But I got a 2070 and my goodness, is that powerful enough for uh, VR, I know. So, um, you know, I might end up getting the... the, the uh, um, what's the one from Valve? The uh, the Valve Index? The Index, yeah. I was going to say Digits, but it's not Digits, it's Index. Um, so I wouldn't mind that, but I know that's another grand or so. Um, but it comes with Half-Life Alex for free. <laughs> yeah, bloody well should do, and it's only a £50 game on your grand's worth of uh, VR headset. Um, but we would only, actually, we could only do that if the PC, if we put this one in the living room, because obviously that's where there's more space for VR. No, I'm quite happy with it. Um, I was streaming Just Cause 3 yesterday. Um, and while streaming at 1080.30, I was still hitting 150 FPS locally on my monitor, so that was very nice. Yeah. They... Whereas on the old computer, I was getting maybe 40 to 50, because Just Cause 3 is quite a demanding game, to be fair. It is. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, with all the explosions, it's pretty, the frame rate just tanks. It's shinier, I noticed it was shinier in the cutscenes. I don't know where that's coming from, but it's something is shinier on this computer than it was on the old one. But um, one thing that surprised me is GTA. Still, there seems to be something that's not very well optimized. Because um, when I first got GTA on the PC, it did run quite well on the old computer. For the most part, I could get 100 frames. Something happened, and I don't know if it was to do with the Meltdown Spectre CPU patches, um, but basically, I don't want to say it became unplayable, but it wasn't much better playing it on my PC than it was playing it on the Xbox. And quite often, something would cause the graphics to go from... Because um, after a while, I just stuck it on um, on V-Sync, so it was just 60 FPS. But then what happened, it was always jumped down to 30. I never really worked out what it was. Um, and it just annoyed me. Um, so I kind of stopped playing it for a while. I was like, great, new PC. Ah, oh, man, GTA, 150 FPS or whatever it was. Um, looking great. But then after a while, I was starting to get those 30 FPSs on an entirely different computer. So I thought, well, maybe it's just something funny with the old game files. So I deleted it. I un- uninstalled it reinstalled it from scratch like re-downloaded the 80 gigabytes or 100 gigabytes or whatever it is um but it was still there so i went through all the graphic settings and i think it's something to do with the tessellation or one of those super advanced 
graphic things. Um, I don't think it's that the system can't cope with it. I just think um, I think the source code or something, it, it, there's just something wrong with it because it was happening on the old system and it only happened, I think only started seeing it in like 2016 and I was playing it on the PC from day one. Um, so something came out in one of the updates um, that messed up some one of the graphic settings and that still happens on what I think is a pretty powerful machine. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. Minecraft, 300 frames per second, lovely. Um, I haven't actually... Pl- Do you know something? I still haven't played that many games on here. And all the games that I am playing um, aren't that intensive. I've done, like, Sims 4, uh, Minecraft, Age of Empires, um, things that just don't need uh, a super-fast gaming PC. But I do do video editing, um, and that's where some of the... Um, that's where some of it came from. And my wife wanted a second PC so that she could play... Like, she's playing The Sims at the moment while I'm here recording um, on the new one. So it was partly because we wanted to have two. Um, but, yeah. No, I'm quite happy with it. There's a few things that I'm still sorting out. Like like I said, the, the fan uh, the fan curves and everything. And it might be that I do throw a water, um, an all-in-one water cooling system in there because it does get a bit loud sometimes. Um, but we'll see. Because um, I might throw the new cooler in the wife's PC because that one doesn't actually fit in the case properly. Like the heat pipes kind of force the case out of, off a little bit. I could possibly do that without her noticing as well. If I wait till she's back to work. That sounds great. Sounds good. It's just, um, yeah, you you probably be better off like at some point, yeah, investing into a VR headset. But I would still wait. Wait till the prices go down. Maybe because there's been such a, a boom with Half-Life addicts. Yeah, and I mean, the technology is still quite new, though, isn't it? There's not a huge amount of games for it. Um, and there's and even the games that are ready for it, they're not that full. I think, so obviously, Half-Life Alex is literally the first proper game for it. Things like Super Hot and um, uh, there are a few others, but they're, they're almost glorified tech demos. Um, I mean, great fun. Like the one on the PlayStation 4, um, there's the London bank robbery, the, 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 the heist or something like that. That is insanely fun, but it is barely more than a demo. It's literally, do you remember on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, you used to get like the demo disc, the demo yeah. one, and it's got like, it's literally that, but for VR, it's got like 10 games on it, and they're like one tenth of a full game. Um, but I don't think these are, I don't think these are parts of other games. These are just, um, playgrounds for for vr um and that's the thing like a thousand pounds for for one game is just yeah for me, it's, it's way lot. too much yeah yeah i mean i mean for, for me like i mean 500 quid is a lot of money but i think that's swallowable but i think the, the valve index is currently i think it's 500 quid um and then but if you want anything else so it's yeah. The headset is four five nine. The headset plus your two controllers is six eight nine. And then if you want the uh, the base station, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how many it comes with. It looks like it comes with two. That's nine hundred and twenty pounds. I have no idea what technology the index uses, but if but I'm guessing you have to start with the kit. 
Um, so you, if you, uh, I don't know if it runs without the base stations. Um, I guess for some games you might only need the headset and an Xbox One controller if you're just using it for game, uh, for game stuff. Um, but if you're like, I think I feel like Half Life Alex would probably need everything. So nine hundred pounds plus um, a twelve hundred pound PC, like that's a lot to get into VR, even still. Mm-hmm. But you could you could put like there's people online that are like you, that they've managed to get head. Has uh, headsets and also managed to get like uh, the uh, the controllers, like motion controllers, but get it for like four hundred quid. But uh, like the headset itself is a really lower resolution though, so you you're losing quality, of course, but you still get not not the same experience, but you get an experience. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky though, isn't it? Like, like we like we use the only. The only VR I've used is the Oculus development kit, which was low resolution, and the PlayStation 4 VR, which isn't fantastically high resolution either. And also, I had issues with that one, getting it in focus. I had it as much in focus as I could get it, but it still wasn't properly in focus for me. So I don't know what was going on there, but it wasn't my system, and I wasn't going to mess with it too much. Um, I would hope that a £500 headset bloody well work <laughs> properly you know um whereas sort of hacking a system together i don't know if that would be sort of as fun yeah it's, it's an interesting one it's an in- i suppose if you're rich you don't have to worry because <laughs> the thing is you got some you got some when you got something attached to your face and you're moving around a lot you don't want it moving on your face and if you've got something that's like you know i think about the cardboard where it's like you've got a phone in some lightweight cardboard attached to your face. And, like, yeah, that is very front-heavy, like any other headset is. But it's not attached to your face. And I don't know if anyone's had issues with their phones falling out or anything as they've done stuff. Whereas, at least with these systems, everything is sort of well put together. And if it, like, if a strap does break or something like that, it's usually going to be, like, a manufacturer defect. Um, and hopefully you get it replaced or something. Um, whereas if the phone falls out of your Google Cardboard, Google ain't replacing your phone for you. You know, be like, oh, that's your fault. The thing is, like, you think of like VR as playing video games, but for me, for a very long time, I was looking at VR as a way to watch actual films. Why though? I, had... I know, I know, people do this, but yes. why? I had this crazy idea that you could like. I saw people online, they were like, look, you can go in VR and you can actually sit in a cinema and look up to the screen and then you see a film. Yeah, but why do you want that? I actually did it. I actually managed to get my play... Because I have a PlayStation, the original PlayStation VR headset and I connected it up, connected it to my... Well, I connected it to a laptop and you have to use like some... Uh, VR like um, emulator so it emulates like the Oculus Rift or one of the Steam Valve so like for for Steam to recognise the headset and I, I download like I think I've like got a free one of those free uh, cinema uh, it's, well, it's a game isn't it and it, it loads up and you're sitting in the cinema and the only way I can actually get this like 
in terms of me not getting ill is I had to lay down on my bed <laughs> and, and and then and you like just ba- you defeats basically, all purpose huh that just defeats the entire purpose well I, 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 I was getting ill otherwise I was getting serious migraines and headaches and I was just like I, I, I had to lay I had to lay down on the bed just for me just to just to concentrate and not get a migraine and then so I just lay down on the pillow and then in in VR mode I'm just looking up to the screen and then you basically just select the film from your computer and then it starts playing but I think I was it was funny because I was watching Ready Player One and I I, I did I couldn't watch all of it I got about 20 minutes into it and I was like I can't I can't do this no I would never want to watch a flat film in VR I don't want to feel like I'm in a cinema because I don't enjoy going to the cinema. The only reason I go to the cinema is to watch a film that I want to watch before it's on DVD. But I don't like other people being there. I don't like having to sit like offset from the screen or whatever. Like at home, we've got a surround sound system and where we're sat is like perfect for viewing and for hearing. Mm-hmm. You just don't get that at the cinema unless you get the one seat that's central. Um, I don't care about the curtains that they get, the, the red curtains that they're going to put in. Don't care for the popcorn. Well, I do like popcorn, but you know, I don't want to feel like I'm going to the cinema. I could see now one thing. One thing I could see with a VR film and think of imagine that someone made a film in the same way that they made Half Life Alex. So Half Life Alex isn't a game that you can really play with a game controller. I know there have been mods so that you can. But the primary interface is motion control and the primary screen is VR. Like, you are in the scene. You're not watching it, you're in it. Now, imagine if a film... Like they made 3D films, but imagine they made a film for virtual reality. And I don't know how they'd do it. They'd have to use some weird... uh, They'd have to use, like, 360 cameras, and that would never really work. Um, maybe for some animated films actually but imagine just like you're watching a film and you could look around the environment you can't move like you're fixed where you are but you can move the headset and around you can either watch what's happening on you know you could watch the two characters talking or you can look around and see oh look look at that look at their computer desk they like so there's a there's a some there's like some stuff going on or they've got like hamster cage and you can see the hamster like in the cage itself you're not interacting with it because it's a movie but you can see more than just the what the director wants you to see through a camera you can see other things going on um i think that as a vr film would be interesting because when you said like ready player one obviously that has elements of like going through different universes or you know like going through those different set those uh those things yeah um but I, it's not like you're going to watch uh Fueler's Day Off Fueler, what's this, what's that film Fueler's Bowers Ferris Bueller's Day Off you're going to watch that in VR because yeah. you don't gain anything you don't gain anything from the experience well for me like Watching it like because you're watching it in VR, you're also watching it on a, on a huge screen as well. Like you, yeah, you... but I've got a huge screen. You haven't got a cinema screen though. 
I've got a 50 inch telly. Like, how much bigger do you want it to be? And I only sit like. I need a, 150. Yes, but sit closer to your TV. You, you'll, you know, get a bigger TV or move your sofa closer. Like, well, I think we've got the same TV as you, the same size telly as you. I got. But a because we're a, we're, a, okay. Well, we got a, we got a fifty inch, but because we're closer, it's more immersive. Yeah. Just to see, like, yeah, like have, having a hundred and fifty foot screen in VR is great. That's because your eyeballs are on the screen and you can do it. But you can also do it by getting closer to your telly. It's probably a better. It's a probably a better experience actually sitting closer to the TV than actually seeing it through VR because, you know, the the resolution, especially like the PlayStation VR headset. Well, just, yeah. So that's why I was getting really ill. I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I was getting like headaches, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I really don't feel very well. <laughs> and that's another problem, like. Like probably why you probably want to get like the thousand pound VR headset or or the five hundred pound headsets because you're less likely to get migraines. You're more likely to be more in a more comfortable state playing the games than if you buy like a cheaper version. That's just you know you're gonna have a less uh, pleasant experience. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any. I didn't really have any issues with the PlayStation Four VR when I did that. My memory of it is, I'm more aware of the thing on my face than how I felt when I like took it off or when I put it back. You know, in turn, you know, when you're saying about motion sickness, I don't. That's not something that I remember really occurring. Um, I, I remember having facial f- fittings more than that. Um, so I, I feel like VR has reach that that um point where that isn't an issue anymore when you ran it off your xbox uh, when you when you ran it off your laptop were you running it in full 90 fps mode as well i don't know i don't, I don't know because that might have been half of your problem because they say 90 fps is the minimum you need for your brain to not feel sick and if you're watching a, a cinematic film which is going to be 24 fps that might be part of your problem Could have been, because it literally it's just like a like a file yeah, do you know what you should try doing? If you if you can record uh, 120 FPS on your phone, or if you can record like slow mo 120, record that. Try and find some video video editing software that can force it to play at 90 frames per second. Uh, make sure your laptop or your computer is outputting at 90 frames per second, and play that back. Obviously, the speed uh, when you go from 120 to 90. It's going to be slightly slow mo, but if you don't feel seasick from that, that might be the reason. It's because you're watching a 24 cinematic feel thing in a medium that requires at least 90. Because that's the what because when the when the PS4 VR first came out, that was one of the big things that I was hearing about. It, is that because it's even though it's not high resolution, it's hitting that 90 fps, um, and I think it's about. It's somewhere just shy of ninety. It's like seven, like seventy or eighty FPS. Once you get above that, that's when your brain starts to feel okay about things, because it's much more fluid. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, I've played like uh, Resident Evil Seven for a good. I can play that for maybe a good forty minutes to an hour, and then yeah, I start well, getting yes, it. Yeah. So, so, so it sounds like that is okay then. Like, yeah, obviously, after a while, you might get it, but. 
Um, yeah, and yeah. the other thing is that you're controlling your head movement. So, uh, well, you are controlling your head movement when in the film, aren't you? I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah, it is a weird one. But um, the, 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 there's also the fact that like there's different types of VR. Because I'm not sure what that like. I think the Valve Index has like, um, like you said, they have like sensors, and you can place yeah. them around the road. So then you got more control, like how far you can walk around and do stuff. And but like with PlayStation VR, there's there's like one sensor, and if you if you come out of like the range of the sensor, it's just like it just breaks it total immersion. Yeah. So the the PS4 one is a bit like the Wii controllers, where you have the base station down by the telly, and that's the anchor points. Um, and then obviously you've got Oculus, which go the other way around by having the sensors in the headset. Um, I, f- I think the like the Valve Index, the base station, having like two or three of those, I think that's the most responsive, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. you got the more range, I think. I think you got the most range. Yeah, you'll have full range of your room. But what I mean is um, when you turn your head um, with different technologies... Uh, like almost like the input lag or how much it moves. So with a with a Valve Index, you've got three point, you've got two points, and you can obviously I think you can have more than two. You've got two points; they're quite well spread out, so it's very well planted. Whereas if you've got the Oculus, where the sensors are in the headset, it's got to bounce off the walls and sense it before it knows how much you've moved. So I feel like that is less accurate, but for the advantage that you can take it anywhere, you can use it in multiple rooms um, or take it to your mate's house and use it on their system. So obviously there's pros and cons to each, but I think for me I would rather have, say, the Valve Index, screw it into the wall and just um, deal with only play- being able to play it in one play area. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. But then what? Uh, what's the um, Oculus one that works with Facebook? Um, sorry, that's not what I meant to say. It's because Oculus is owned by Facebook, isn't it? What's what's the one that runs off your phone? Oh, the, Quest. the Oculus no, Quest. The Quest. So that's a bit of... Um, I've heard good things about that because obviously you don't have a system attached to it. But then obviously the games that you're playing are very much more like mobile games as yeah. opposed to full AAA title games. Yeah, I I think it's... I think it's like three hundred quid, like so. That's why they're selling yeah, this like, VR. It's five hundred. Is it? It's five hundred quid, but you don't need, and it's not hooked up to anything. Maybe your phone, but it's not hooked up to anything. Yeah, it's all it's all wireless. But it's got yeah. one hundred twenty eight gigs included, so that's like that's half of where your money's gone gone to. If I was gonna do it, I would probably just get an Oculus Rift. The big problem is the fact that you have to decide which one to get. It's a shame, like. It's not even like it would make more sense if there was a Microsoft one and a Sony one and a PC one. But the fact that there's like three or four different ones that you can buy for the PC, but they don't all work with all games. Um, and I know like there's a bit of a push to get more compatibility. Like we said with Half Life, um, Alex, you can have any PC, if any VR that works with a PC, you can use in Half Life, Alex. But um, yeah, it's a shame how sort of like how they've closed themselves off into their own walled gardens and it's if you want the full VR experience you have to have like three different VR headsets and obviously that's just not 
financially possible for very many people. Just a bit of a shame. And you need a gaming PC. And you need a gaming PC, but... Well, I found a VR-ready Intel mini PC for 500 quid. Uh, what does it have? 8th or 9th gen Intel and RTX graphics. But, oof. That's poor. That is really poorly sold. Yeah, starting with a pen, Intel Pentium dual core. That's, that's not going to run VR. No, like, I feel like that's miss, that Just because you can optionally upgrade it. Oh, PR support. So you can, yeah. Anyway, we'll leave that. Well, you know, instead of actually with all these new games and all these new gaming, for me, I've gone back in the old school days again. Again, you're always in the old school days. I've literally decided, you know, I've got an Xbox original. Yep. And it's it's jailbroken. Jailbroken. I did not know that. I knew your PS3 was jailbroken. Didn't know your Xbox original was. Yeah, I'm talking about the original, original Xbox. Not like an Xbox yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm following. Yeah. Oh, just, just to make sure the listeners understand. They're following. They know what I... Xbox original means. Good. So, yeah, no, I did the... just to Just to confuse matters, Go on. Uh, we'll assign it some letters. So that would be the Xbox OG. Yeah. I... So the Xbox OG, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the One S... The One X and the Series X. That's what we've got. So we're oh, on the OG. Okay? Xbox Two. No OG. No for the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Series. Yeah. Anyway, so you're modded Xbox. Yeah. So, well, no, I did it a few years ago. Like I said in a few podcasts about, uh, ago. But the main thing is, I I managed to up, update it. So there's a guy called um, I think he his name's Rocky Five. He he done a, a bunch of great work just making sure that you know everything's in place. So I've I've used his software to update my Xbox original, and I was thinking about replacing the hard drive, but I thought you know what, I just can't I can't be asked because it's IDE, and I have to go searching out for an IDE hard drive, and I want to get like a large capacity IDE hard drive. I don't want like a two hundred gig. I want like a. I was looking online like that. What's the, what's the biggest IDE hard drive you can buy it's like 750 gig and I was like well it's still not a lot you know it's still not it's not gonna how fall. big are the games they're not that large they're like well the thing is I found I found a dump so someone dumped the entire Xbox One all the games like what well, majority of them like I don't think it's all of them but pretty much it's nearly there and, and like it's been compressed and it went Came to about one terabyte. One terabyte. Really? Yeah. One 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 thousand one hundred, I think. Something like that. So what I've been doing actually is I I bought like twenty five blank uh, minus R DVDs, and I've been literally like the games in which I want to play. I've actually been burning them to the DVDs. Right, okay. Couldn't you have just um, got an, I- an ID to SATA bridge and use uh, a two terabyte hard drive? I could, but there's a little bit of effort involved, and I just can't be asked with the effort. Because 
Well, it wouldn't have been much more effort than replacing an IDE hard drive with an IDE hard drive. It, it would because if you you have to basically like clone your IDE hard drive with onto the new SATA hard drive. So then you have to unplug like the disk drive and then plug in uh, IDE to SATA bridge connector and then connect the new SATA drive to the connector. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been any more harder than going from IDE to IDE though, would it? No, it wouldn't, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right. IDE to IDE, but I just can't be asked to find like a 750 gig ID hard drive and it costs like 40 odd quid. I'm like, I'm not paying 40 odd quid just for a 750 gig ID hard drive and it's not going to even cover all the games. So that's why I just, I've, I've decided I'm just going to start burning like, it was only like four quid, four or five quid for like 25, you know, minus our DVD. So I've just been, you know, finding the games in which I want to play, like backup. Most of the games I've already got, but I just, you know, just keep a copy of them. And probably some of the games I won't even play because I want to play the most advanced versions of them. Hopefully with the Xbox One Series X. If they ever get a 4K patch. Games like Halo and stuff like that, I'm not going to bother because, you know, you've got the Master Chief collection. Yeah. So, well... Hmm. I'm surprised that it's, there's that many games because I don't think each game would be that big. It's surprising though. It's it's kind of surprising because the games in which you think are going to be huge, like Grand Theft Auto Three, is like seven hundred megabytes. Vice City is like one point ten gig, and then you got like yeah, and that I feel like that would be a large game. Yeah, like, um, I think like San Andreas. But no, is like... so there's so the list of Xbox games on Wikipedia, there is a thousand games on there. So. Most of them are going to be think, like sports yeah. and stuff. You know, you got your sports games. But, yeah, yeah, some of the games are like actually like 3 gig, like 3.4 gig. And, and and the cool thing is like some of the games, because I've got, because it's a jailbroken console, if you connect it up to a, um, a composite cables, you can actually output, some of the games actually support 720p. Yeah, yeah, and so that you can play some of the games on 720p, and there is another you mean component. Way. Oh, is it component? So I always get yeah, confused. Co- composite. Composite is crap. Component is half decent. Sorry, yeah, you're right. But like I said, some of the games you can actually like some of the games only support 480i, and you're like, ah, and some of them don't even support uh, widescreen. But you can actually like. You go into the files themselves of the games and actually like put a patch in so then it supports uh 480p in widescreen so it's it's kind of worth it because like like you're literally playing the best version of the game why is widescreen the best version though because if the game like we we still have this issue on pc where you put an older game into widescreen and instead of giving you more visual things on screen it kind of just stretches it a bit and it just looks crap does that is that not happening on the xbox or is it just like cropping the top and the bottom like that's a good question i've 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 not actually got it this to work yet i've not been able to patch it but it's an interesting idea there's like if you, if you look on wikipedia there's like a list of games that support seven um wait first off it says you know it says 
480i, 480p, 720p and 1080i. So there are some games that you can run at 1080i. But then um, then it has another list of games that are patchable so they can work at 4, 480p or even 720p. And, eight, and you can patch them to sh- uh, display in widescreen mode. I still don't see the point. Like, what's the point of running games in high resolution when the texture packs that you're looking at aren't high res? Like, I've I've never really seen a great appeal. Well, it's like yeah, you've got more pixels on screen, but like it's not even like the text is any sharper because the text is usually like fixed. Um, and yeah, the, the textures are whatever. Like you know, I've run. Uh, you know, if, if I run San Andreas on the PC, I can run it at full HD, mm. but the textures look awful. Like, it doesn't look any better for being HD. So, um, if anything, running it in 480i looks better because it kind of blurs some of the crappiness of the... I don't mean crappiness, but you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. All the... You see less of the the artifacts of the, the the graphics of the time. It's why so many games do sort of look better on a CRT than they look on a full HD TV, a modern TV, um, because the modern TV kind of shows... It shows badness, which you just wouldn't see on an old uh, standard definition uh, computer. So I, I don't know why there's this huge sort of um, appeal with trying to run games that aren't HD in HD. Unless you've got some fancy upscaler that is genuinely doing something. And I know some exist, but there's, you know... um, But, yeah, I I don't think just running, um, like, gluing a HDMI connector to the back of your original Xbox and getting 1080, 60 out of it is actually going to make a 480i 30 or whatever frame rate the old... Um, the old Xboxes are any better than what they were originally. Like, does it feel better? Is it just, or is it just placebo? Or yeah, you well, you get a you get a sharper uh, image and a more. Well, where does it look sharper? Does it? Because I would expect it to look sharper in some places, and then less maybe over sharp in some areas. Do you see what I mean? Like things like text and hate HUDs, they might be like super sharp to the point where they just look crap. Uh, but every but all the um, the video visual elements like the link or the pots that he's smashing, they might look slightly better. But everything else that is actual text on screen originally just looks weird. You know when it goes super sampled or whatever, I don't know what the term is, but when you because the, the sharpness setting you can do on a lot of like monitor screens when you crank it up too high it just it just looks weird i'm that's kind of what i'm expecting to happen i think it's just personal taste as well because like it, it goes back to like you know you got like these emulators and you can add like um way like um screen what are they called the little screen uh waves and stuff like that so it it, it simulates like a crt oh yeah yeah i've seen those um yeah, the line scanning stuff. Yeah. And that, that, like, would you, like, for for your new gaming PC, would you actually, like, um, use it for, like, emulation? I've never really gotten into it. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. I've... Not at all. Yeah, I just genuinely haven't 
I've nothing against it. Just genuinely haven't really thought about it. So for me, it's like it, it would be fantastic if I had like a say if I had like all these games and then I could just stick them on my computer, back them up, and then I can play them whenever I want on on a on a PC. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And you know, they'll look better, and I, you know, you they're just they're just there. But it's also nice to have the actual game console itself, and then having a. Well, that's that's half of it, and in some ways, it's more stable to run it on twenty-year-old hardware than it's to try and emulate it on your PC. Yeah. Um, particularly things like Nintendo games, where the control layout is different. Um, so I've been playing with an Xbox controller on the Switch recently. Oh, really? um, I've got one of those uh, adapters yeah. um, and it works just fine but the problem is the button mappings are still Nintendo Yeah. so X is a no, was it X it's Y no, what is it, A, B, X, Y whereas Nintendo is Y, X, B, A or something weird like that mm. um, so Wherever it is on the Nintendo um, layout is where it is on the Xbox controller layout physically. Um, It doesn't follow. It's not like the Xbox controller says, this is letter X. It just says, this is the down one. And that's the one that you have to do. Um, So when you see on the screen, it says, press X to jump. I press X and what happens is I open my inventory because it's a different button. Um, and it works just fine, but it's just a bit jarring. And I feel like emulating games from one system to another on a PC can have that sort of effect as well. So if you're playing uh, a PlayStation game with an Xbox controller on a PC, because that works with, because obviously an Xbox controller works pretty natively. Um, then you might have, um, again, you might have some, some weird things where on screen it says press X, but you actually need to press A. Um, or the um, if you're playing a PS2 game um, and you've got analog triggers as opposed to the digital buttons on the old PS2, yeah. um, I don't know how that translates um, between them. Um, so it's just nice I mean you know we're fortunate we've got like a Playstation two PS2s a PS3 an N64 uh, Nintendo DS's coming out of my wife's arse you know we've got all of these old yeah. systems like we we can um, we can play a lot of them like natively oh and there's a GameCube there's a GameCube behind me somewhere as well um, and you got so we win. don't have to we don't have to emulate no uh, no my parents still have that oh, okay no, that's the thing. But like f- for me, like if I got these consoles, I still need to have like the best, the best out video output for for those consoles. And I think like the way you're describing it is like you don't care how they connect; you just you just connect them up. Pretty much, because the gameplay experience knows what resolution it's playing at. So, like, if you if if you play a PlayStation an original PlayStation game over a composite signal, which yeah, it's four ATI, plug that into your CRE, CRT telly, and you can read the text just fine, because the game was designed for that screen. Yes, that's true. 
Whereas you port it over um, and you plug it into um, an LCD screen and you get this weird over-sharpening, this, um, this pale effect look on it because the colours are all washed out. Because um, you know, we also... like. We also have a CRT tally as well, so we're we're sorted in that regard with the GameCube and the uh, 64. Um, so yeah, I just I don't say we're fortunate, but we do have all the systems, so we can play the original games like that. Yeah, it's like we've got to get them out, and yeah, the controllers aren't wireless, mm. um, but it works for us. Um, and unless I was gonna like, if I was like a super famous. YouTube streamer or something and I needed to plug it into OBS and yeah it might be easier to emulate it just so I can do a screen capture instead of a, um, a video capturing but um, well, they, that's not me they wouldn't, they wouldn't actually they would actually try and use the original hardware because emulators is, is I, don't, I think it's not like if, say if they're doing like a speed run it's not like the authentic they wouldn't yeah, accept I it I wasn't talking about a, speedruns i was oh, just talking okay. about people who do like let's plays or something yeah yeah i know speedrunning is a thing but that do you know something tommy yeah speedrunning isn't the entirety of gaming on youtube and twitch oh, there are what? people there are people who just play for fun oh no so yeah no um <laughs> yeah i can't i can't i can't play a can't play a game that's uh designed for fun just for fun Here's a question for you then. Say, say like, maybe like a year, maybe two years from now, you've got your Xbox One, and you're looking at it and you're thinking, this this is just not going to cut it. I've got my gaming PCs, but you know, because my gaming PC is not in the living room at the moment, I, you know, your Xbox One is in the living room, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So say but like so is, so is a gaming PC. The 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 old gaming PC is hooked up to the telly. But say say if you so I can so I can so I can play natively games on there, or I can do Steam in-house streaming from this one to that one. Okay then, but say say if you're a person who say who hasn't got a gaming PC, it hasn't got Steam. Yeah, but that's not me though. Oh, I say it's not you then, but say if right, it was so you. I know, so, so your question is, am I going to buy a Series X in two years' time? No, 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 no. No? Are you going to buy, if you saw for sale, really cheap, an Xbox One X? No. Why not? Why? Why Why not? Why? Because I've got the One S. But say, like, say if you got a new 4K TV or something. Yeah. And then you're like, well... These games, I can actually because the, I think there was a there was a game actually shown off. One of the games, um, I think made it's been made by Remedy, and it, I think it, it it looked like one of those Counter Strike get um, Tom Clancy's Siege games. And they were saying like on the Xbox One X, it's gonna have be four K sixty. On the Xbox One X, not the Series X. So if like if you're like well, if it's four K sixty, I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, so the probably it's going to be like one hundred and twenty frames per second on the Xbox Series X. So if you're looking at it, you think two hundred on a Windows PC, probably yeah. But if you're looking at it and you think oh, an Xbox One X is only like two hundred quid, someone's throwing it away for two hundred quid. Would you actually pick one up? No. Why not? I have no need of it. 
I have no need of an upgraded console to the one I already have when I already have two gaming PCs that um, exceed even a Series X. uh, Sorry, they exceed a a 1X. Yeah. uh, And one of them probably exceeds a Series X. Now, the, the reason is, like, I didn't buy an Xbox One until it was five years old. And the only reason I bought it was because we wanted to play Red Dead Redemption. That's true, yeah. We were quite happy with our Xbox 360 and every other game I just played on the PC. And that will be the same until GTA 6 comes and GTA 6 will be a console exclusive for six months. And that will be when we get the Series X or the PlayStation 5 and not a minute sooner. Because even things like Red Dead Redemption, I will probably buy on the PC when it's like stupidly cheap, like 15 or 20 quid. Not likely. Well, it will be because GTA 5 is like 15. It's, 12, it's 12 49 on on Steam at the moment. I got it for free on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, you did, and so did Jen, but I didn't. Um, because I paid full price for it when it came out on day one. <laughs> but, you know, it's like... All the games I care about, I want to play on the PC. Um, and the literally the one reason we bought an Xbox One was for Red Dead Redemption. But say say if you, like, you're probably not the best person, but for me... No, I'm not. Say for me then, because I haven't got... I've got, I've got a decent gaming PC. It's ahead of... Uh, well, yeah, so, so what's your one? So Tell us about your one. An i5 660k. It's got a GTX 980 in it. So TI or regular? yeah, I think it's I think it's the TI version. I've got 16 gigs of RAM. Um, so yeah, I've got SSDs and hard drives. But the main thing is, it's, how, hang on, how many hard drives? Um, I've got one SSD. I've got. And uh, would you like to tell us the capacities of your hard drives? I think I've got 500 gig SSD or 250 gig. I say what, I have not been on my gaming PC. It's more the fact that Tommy has a mishmash of about seven hard drives in his systems, ranging from like one gigabyte up to, I don't know, 300 gigabytes. Oh, Instead of just buying a, a two terabyte hard drive for like 80 quid, he's got a smattering of hard drives in there of varying different sizes it's frust- it's just frustrating and it serves no purpose either it's not like me where i've got a 1 terabyte for video editing and a 2 terabyte for everything else I he's sh- just got all these hard drives for everything i shouldn't i shouldn't tell people this but i was at a university i'm not going to name the university but i was at the university and i was actually working at the university and then i studied at the Stole university them. He stole them. No, I didn't steal them. I'm not. Hang on. I'm not going to tell people which university, but I studied there. Tommy, I'm pretty sure degrees could probably we could probably find out your degree by looking at your LinkedIn profile. Anyway, oh well, uh, well, well Tommy done. Got, well done for Tommy, telling people. Tommy, Tommy got the hard drives out of the waste, um, <laughs> the, out of the wee bin. I didn't steal uh, them. The guys like I'm not saying I'm not saying he stole them. I'm just saying he got them out of the wee bin. I did get them out of the wee bin. And by wee bin, it's the waste electrical something or another in Europe recycling it wasn't though literally they were just going to throw them up in the bin and I was just like, oh well I'll pick it up yeah I mean to be fair I've got two one terabyte hard drives that came from the same place so I mean I, I'm hardly talking um, but um, anyway going back to what I was saying about like so literally 
I've I've got probably equivalent to an Xbox One X or maybe a little bit less. No, I'd say that's probably equivalent to a Series X uh, to a One X. I hate these Xbox names so much. I know. So if I see one for cheap, say like I see one like maybe in two years time for like two hundred quid, and there's games on there that I know that can run it. I've got a four K TV, and I know that you know these games are going to run at four K. Then it's not going to be as good as Series X, but why don't I just pick up that? The only the only thing is is like we found out the other a few days ago they're not going to support Xbox One X anymore. But does that mean? They're like, not going to sell it anymore. That's sorry, they're not going to sell it anymore. It. They're not going to sell the actual console. But they'll still anymore. update it. I mean, the 360 had an update last time I launched it. So yeah, but here's the problem: like we just dis- like uh, we discussed it. Like some of the games have said, yeah, it's coming to Xbox One, and then. But when it comes to the Xbox One, it's going to have some things turned off. So if you look at GTA Five on the PS3. Have you? What have you got? The what have you got? GTA Five. You got it on the PS3. Have you got it on your PS4 as well? No. Have you played it on the PC? Yes. You know how different it is on the PC versus the PS3. It's amazingly different. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So you're going to play. Yes. yes you're yes. going to play Halo that's Infinite fine. on that's your fine, One X. Horizon, you know the sports driving game. Yeah. It's only coming out on Xbox One Series X and PC. So if I pick up this Xbox One X. You won't be able to play it. I won't be able to play it. So why not save you two hundred quid and get um and get the Series X when you can afford it, as opposed to getting something straight away? Like you you know you are, you can do that is an option. You can wait. It is an option, and it, it's a good because you still got a huge catalogue of games you can still play at probably four K a cheap four K gaming machine. You know what I mean? For like two hundred I mean, quid, that's I don't. Brilliant. I mean, I don't think mine was a fantastically expensive gaming rig. I can't, what? How much you paid? Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. What? And I, if I pay two hundred quid for a four K gaming machine, of course it might not play all the latest games, but it's going to play like literally the whole catalogue of um, the, the generation in which we're in now at four K. Four K sixty means different things on different platforms. You know, you could you could you could, you can run Minecraft 4K60 on my old PC. But I can run uh Minecraft RTX at 4K60 on my current machine. So it's like yeah, like yeah, you you get a a 1X that can do 4K60, but the 4K60 on a Series X or a gaming PC is going to be different. It's going to have you know, you, you might have tessellation turned on or off depending on what system. Uh, different anti-aliasing things turned yeah, on or off. Ray so that's you know, you can play 4K 60. I mean, you can play 4K 60 on any gaming system if you turn down graphical settings. That's the thing. It's like even even my computer. If I if I run something, um, if I were to ra- play uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and turned everything up full. I would probably be able to play 1080 60 or 4K 30. Mm. But if I want to play 4K 60, then I'll turn tessellation off or things like that. So 4K 60 means different things. Well, the thing for me would be at the price. Say if it's like 500 quid for a Series X and then the Xbox One X is 200. Then I would say you're a fool for spending 200 pounds because you already have a system that can play those games perfectly well. Perfectly well might be 1080 30, but that's what perfectly well is. And I would say don't throw that 200 quid away, wait another year, 
to get the other 300 quid and get the Series X. Like, that... Like, that doesn't seem like a... If you're going to get a Series X anyway at some point, I feel like throwing 200 quid away at a system that doesn't do much more than your current system does, I feel like that is throwing money away more than spending 1,200 quid on a gaming PC. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, you're not getting that much more. Whereas I've had a huge leap, like, you know, in some respect, like, for, for you know, it's not just gaming, like, for, for, for video editing, like... I, I did one video export which took over an hour on the old PC and it took 20 minutes on this new one. And that's like, that's a huge deal, especially when I've had um, some video exports fail, um, not to do with the performance of the machine, just to do with some other things. And it's like, if you're waiting an hour and it fails on the last thing um, and it takes you three attempts to work out what the issue is, well, that's taken you three hours on the old one. On the new PC, that's taken me one hour. So that's, you know, it's a huge amount of time saved. And I know those things don't always parry across very well to gaming, but it's like, I don't, I wouldn't spend £200 to buy a half-decent gaming system when you have a an okay gaming system, when you could wait a little bit more. In fact, Tommy, just start saving now and, you know, and just skip the, the One X and go straight for the Series X. Oh, I, I'm not going to get an, out of One X. Unless you buy it used for like a hundred quid, like if you buy it for an insanely good price, yeah, that's the thing. If it's like a hundred and fifty quid, then maybe. And you'd have to sell your old one as well to to, to, to make up for There's it no as point well. Keeping it, what the? But you you get nothing. I would get. I would only get probably like. No, I don't know how much you would get for it. You probably get like. 50, I'll have a look on CX. You probably get like fifty six sixty quid. I say. Probably currently you only get like sixty quid. Because yours is the original Xbox yeah, One. Mine's the. I think you could probably get that for like 120. Uh, at uh 500 gig, you might be surprised. Um, 77 pound cash, 110 pound voucher. So if you're gonna buy, how much do they sell a One X for? Probably like 240, 340. I mean, I've just put Xbox One X in, and it hasn't come up with anything. Um, I'll say 320 so they sell it for 310 yeah so if you sold one to them and bought one from them it would cost you 200 pounds there you go there if you, you sold <laughs> one if you sold one privately you might get a bit more for it but it would be varying and obviously buying one privately would be varying so yeah, two hundred quid for a currently to, to to swap your Xbox One for an Xbox One X, going to cost you two hundred quid. Where's where's the contract? Uh, Webuy dot com forward slash search uh, question mark s text equals Xbox exclamation <laughs> no. Yeah, that's where. Somewhere there. Okay. In conclusion, with the Xbox conference, I was very disappointed to see what they had to show in terms of the games what lack of actual release dates and most of them being cgi trailers and no actual gameplay to that they did show off some gameplay but there were games that would be coming out at launch that just didn't look very impressive the games that did look impressive are probably a year or two years away 